Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Follow me on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. It is hump day Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. And as we inch closer to the season beginning, we have a little bit more on the injury to Wisconsin quarterback Jet Cohen. So Paul Chris came out yesterday and confirmed what we all kind of thought was going on and that Cohen did have a foot injury. He went through a successful surgery and he is out indefinitely. Uh, indefinitely is a big question mark. Uh, that means he's going to be out for a little while. Uh, anytime you have surgery, uh, my assumption is is that you're looking at four to six weeks. Uh, some players come back from surgeries faster than that. But I think that with what's going on this year, with the fact that the NCAA is not counting this year towards your scholarship count, uh, everyone's getting a mulligan on the season, I feel as if there's no need for Jack Cohen to rush back and to try and get back to Wisconsin and and to get back on the field. I think he needs to take care of his injury. He needs to get ready for next year. And in all reality, we're talking about a situation that I think actually will help Wisconsin in the long run. That's because Graham Mertz, the very talented young player, gets an opportunity to run the system and to get good experience this year. And it's a great learning for him, for Paul Christ, for the Wisconsin offense, for the future. Because if Mertz, if Mertz shows that he can lead the team and he can lead the team effectively... This is a really good problem to have going forward. I mean, remember, Alex Hornibrook was a starter for a few years and then transferred to Florida State because I, I, because he was scared of Jack Cohn? I don't know. Uh, he still had one year left of eligibility, but he went on and, you know, he was a starter already, which didn't make a lot of sense to me at Wisconsin, and then he moved to Florida State. He didn't really even play at Florida State. That was an interesting move by Hornybrook. Then, obviously, Cohen did well enough to guide the Badgers to the Big Ten Championship last year, albeit a loss to Ohio State. But I think that this is a blessing in disguise for Wisconsin. It does suck that their returning starter is out. The experience level significantly drops. There's going to be a lot of bullets fired at Graham Mertz. They're going to, defensive coordinators are going to test him. And why wouldn't you? If I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm giving Mertz multiple looks. I'm disguising blitzes. I'm going to really give him a, a difficult time. I'm going to make him read the game. I'm going to make him, I'm going to try to actually have him 
oh, have, a, have a mental overload. Give him so much that he can't quite process it. And see if he can handle it. If he can handle it, then a lot of people are in trouble. A lot of people are in trouble. But if he can't handle it, then it's going to be a little bit of growing pains for Wisconsin. So we'll find out. But what we do know is Jack Cohen out indefinitely. Graham Mertz, the four-star recruit, the highest quarterback signed ever by Wisconsin, will be their starter next year, or this year, in this coming year. Jeez, oh, it's like two and a half weeks away. It's coming. It's coming. So we will find out what Graham Mertz really is this year. And I, I'm... I personally think that he's going to be very good. I'm not sure if he's going to be that good right away. But I was really high on him. I actually thought last year that he was going to win the job out of camp over Jack Cohen. I went with talent over experience. It didn't win out. I think that that partially has to do with the coaching of Paul Christ. I think Chris is a little bit more conservative than other coaches. I don't think he... You know, I mean, just look at the offense that he runs. I don't think that, you know, he really likes to take a lot of risks. He's very safe on the offensive side. You know, it's a run-heavy scheme. Now, when you have the the kind of offensive line that Wisconsin has pretty much every year, uh, you've got some quality backs. Nakai Watson's going to be the guy this year. Uh, you are going to have to uh, replace some some offensive firepower at the wide receiver position. Uh, Cephas is off in the Quint, uh, Cephas is off to the NFL. I believe he's with the Detroit Lions right now. So there's there's some good and there's some bad in the Wisconsin offense. It, I still think that they're talented enough on the defensive side as well to make it to the Big Ten championship game this year from the West. But I think it's going to be a good race with them in Minnesota now. I think this kind of evens the field. And if you had to really have a tiebreaker, you're probably looking at what Minnesota's returning at the premium positions and what Wisconsin is. And Minnesota's bringing back Tanner Morgan. And Rashad Bateman has been reverted course, and he's going to play. I think it's neck and neck. I think they're both right there. And there's going to be just some few things that are going to separate them. I think it's going to be a good race this year. And the West. Really do. Really do. All right. That's it for football. Obviously, pretty big news with uh, the Cohen surgery and out indefinitely, but... You know, that was it. That was pretty quiet on that side. However, more MTEs. More MTEs. And I think this is going to be very common this year. Remember, the NCAA put a patent on battle in the bubble. So, this doesn't surprise me that, that these MTEs are popping up here and there. Because Iowa announced theirs yesterday. And now, oh, I'm sorry, Illinois 
announced theirs on Monday. Uh, Iowa announced theirs yesterday, along with Nebraska. And Iowa's, the thing with Iowa's is we don't exactly know who is going to be involved. However, what we do know is one of their out-of-conference foes. And this is going to be a matchup that everyone's going to want to watch if you're a college basketball fan. They will be playing the Iowa Hawkeyes and Luca Garza. They're going to go up against the Gonzaga basketball team in South Dakota on December 19th. This is a top five preseason matchup. Two of the best teams in the country. I don't care what conference Gonzaga plays for. They play damn good basketball. And this is going to be a very good test for Luca Garza. This is going to be, I think, a statement game for both teams. With so little out-of-conference opportunities this year, some a game like this, this is going to be big. It's going to be big for seeding in the NCAA. It's going to be big for perception as well. If it's a close game, I don't think it hurts either one for a loss. If it's a blowout on either side, I think that that would make a difference. Iowa has a very legit chance at a national championship this year. They bring back a very deep team. Very deep. It's not just Luka Garza. Jordan Bohannon's a very good player. He returns after a couple injury issues. They got a lot of good quality talent there. And then you look over and you've got the Fighting Illini, who's also hosting an MTE. Like I said yesterday, they announced theirs. You got Ayodasumu and Kofi Coburn. That pair, you can put up that pair with any other pair across the country. They have a deep team. We haven't even gotten to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, very good as well. I think the Big Ten's got three teams that will compete for a national championship that have legit chances at a national championship. I think Wisconsin, I wouldn't say they got robbed last year, but with the momentum they had going into the NCAA tournament and at the end of the Big Ten regular season, I'm not sure there was a hotter team in the country than Wisconsin last year. So, uh, this is a, it's going to be interesting. Uh, the Gonzaga and Iowa game, I think it's going to be one of the best games that we'll see all year. I think it will be. It's going to be a good one, another fun one. So, now, Iowa, Illinois, and you can add in Nebraska with an MTE. Nebraska is going to have a 16-team MTE, and they've got a couple of teams that have already said yes in LSU, Nevada, Northern Iowa, Illinois State, Cleveland State. These are teams that have made the NCAA tournament in the most recent years, the last few years. These aren't a bunch of crappy teams that Nebraska is going to face and try and beat up. This is a legit tournament. I, I really like what these teams are doing. They're, having, they're setting up a little bubble, having multiple games over the course of a couple of days. 
I'm really excited about these MTEs. I don't know if this is going to change the way that college basketball is played. You know, I have little mini tournaments leading up to the season. But I think in, in a year where, again, the NCAA is allowing the eligibility rules to be stretched a little bit, and, and this year not counting also for basketball. And also, you know, it's it's not just football. It's basketball, but it's not just football in general. We're talking about also having the fall sports and the winter sports getting that year back. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what's going on. But I love these MTEs, though. I think they're fantastic. I think it's a great way to get some out-of-conference games, to get the players, you know, accustomed to doing a little bit of traveling because they're going to. Uh, And then you bubble it up when they go into conference play. And and you try to keep them, uh, you know, as, as safe and away from everybody as possible to be able to continue the season. As we saw, I don't know if, if you guys pay attention to the NFL, there's a little outbreak yesterday in the NFL uh, news spilling out this morning as well. And, and let's be real here. The NFL actually, I know I'm going a little off topic, but uh, the NFL, uh, I think that they thought that they were going to kind of go through the season without any issues. Still have their 16 games. They didn't adjust anything. Every other major sp- sport, league, uh, entity, uh, because that's what I'm going to call the NCAA. The NCAA is not a league, it's an entity. They've all adjusted their schedules. Look at the NBA, is playing their finals. LeBron James looks like he's going to get another ring. Tenth finals for LeBron. They adjusted their schedule. The NHL adjusted their schedule. Major League Baseball adjusted their schedule. The one... Major sporting entity, the NFL, didn't change theirs. I think they expected to play 16 games and, and go hunky-dory. Well, this is not going to happen, not with what's going on. Players are going to get COVID. And that's why I said a, a few weeks ago in one of the podcasts, don't be surprised to see games getting canceled in the Big Ten. With the schedule that's so short, not like they original, not like what Kevin Warren originally proposed that first go around where they had weeks, multiple weeks in between some games scheduled off weeks. They didn't have that flexibility anymore after they had to revert course five weeks later. And so don't be surprised. There, it's going to continue to happen. And we'll see how it works with basketball. But if I had to guess for basketball, we're probably going to see some cancellations as well. They are. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the basketball has a better possibility because of smaller roster sizes. I mean, when you look at a football roster, especially in college, you're looking at 85 scholarships, 115 total players, support staff, coaching staff, athletic trainers. Talking about 200 people-ish in a close area. Things are going to happen. I mean, yeah, granted, the the NFL has obviously smaller rosters, but there's just as many support staff as well. Maybe more in the NFL. 
So this stuff like this is going to happen. But I know I, I got a little off topic, but just expect to see, you know, some, some games canceled. Just do it. All right, that's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great hump day, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.